Go. Hey everyone, it's Heather Whaley. Hey everybody, this is Frank Whaley. And it's Friday, AKA June... A.K.A. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. It's Friday, June 24th, and everything is completely fucked. I'm furious. I'm so mad. Look, look, uh, yeah, I, I, I assume you're talking about um, the Knicks blown uh, draft pick situation. I'm with you. I'm really bummed out. I mean, you know... <sighs> So they got three draft picks for one, but what are they going to do? Those draft picks are un, uh, they're, they're unprotected, and, you know, what do they think they're going to get Kyrie Irving? I'm with you. I'm really bummed out. Man. I, don't, I, don't have, I don't have the sense of humor for it. I know. Right I'm now. trying. Look, look. Uh, I, I apologize. I, you know me. I'm always, tr- I'm always hiding behind, um, I'm always hiding behind, uh, you know, um, Basketball jokes, uh, uncle jokes, we creepy uncle jokes. That was it. I don't think that was a creepy uncle joke. Okay. I mean, you don't you don't want to be a creepy uncle. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. But I feel like I'm becoming. I'm become, becoming that. Oh, this is so much better. Last time we didn't have this um, curtain between us. I could see you, and I kept on getting aroused, so oh, I couldn't, couldn't couldn't put two thoughts together. But now we got the curtain between us. It's like, um, you know, the old peep show, the old, you know, 42nd Street peep show with the curtain. Um, so anyway, yes, go ahead. Tell me, what do Disney, Netflix, Paramount, Sony, Comcast, and Dick Sporting Goods all have in common? Um, well, I get like, you know, 30 cent residuals from all but Dick's Sporting Goods. So I'm And not sure. also the ride... Hailing service lift. Uh, and J J P Morgan Chase Bank. All these things have something in common, which is I know you like dicks. You like you like you love dicks. These are companies that will pay for women's reproductive care if they cannot get care in their state. That's amazing. Yeah. So you and I could walk into Dicks tomorrow and say, listen. We just read that, just like show them our phone with the article and say, um, can you, you know, like, could you give us $500 towards, you know, what we need to do? Well, uh, abortion care is still legal in our state. Ah. So Amazon also said in May it would cover $4,000 in travel costs for U.S. workers seeking medical care, including abortion and transgender surgery. But the policy only applies to employees enrolled in the company health care plan. Which means, like, people who work in the warehouse and delivery drivers uh, don't don't have access to that. This mean, what this means, what happened today, is that if you're, like, a, uh, you know, a 12-year-old girl who is raped by her creepy uncle, mm-hmm. she's got no choice but to carry that baby. I don't like you use creepy uncle. If if you, it, let's just leave it at raped. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I it, like, I mean, it's just shocking. It's unbelievably, unbelievable, hard to, hard to, hard to fathom. Sick fucking perverts is who these, these Republicans are. They're sick fucking perverts. 
Yep. And, um, you know, they, they pretend to care about children. They don't give a damn about children. They don't give a they don't want to feed kids. They don't want them to get educated. They don't want to pay for their medical care. No. What happens if a woman doesn't have health insurance and she's forced to carry a baby and that baby ends up in the NICU and costs like $350,000? Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure they're all for pre, pre-K, public free uh, pre-K and, and you know, free free lunches in the public schools and and. All that. I'm sure they're off for that. And in fact, they don't want public schools. They want private private schools because they don't want poor people to have a decent education. They also just uh, ruled this week that your tax dollars could be spent, mine. Yes, could be me spent personally on religious education. Mine's so your shit. tax dollars can go to like a religious school. Oh yeah, religious school. Can you imagine going to religious school? I remember I, when I was a kid, I had to go to like. First communion class that lasted about thirty seconds, and that shit, and 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 it just these 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 Christ fascist bastards with their heaven and their bullshit book. It's the biggest biggest load of bullshit that they believe in, and it's only their fucking shit that they believe in. They don't believe anybody else's shit, and if you don't believe in their shit, you're wrong. So fuck them. Yeah. Totally. Fuck them. I, I, I saw somebody write um, today on Twitter. She said she was researching a book about concentration camps. And she said that... Well, there's a happy story for you. She said that what is required when uh, a democracy is ending and it's giving way to a rise in authoritarianism is your complicity. They want you, they need you, the authoritarians need you to just go along with uh, whatever new incremental restrictions are being put on your life. Right. So she was saying that it's really important not to do that, but she didn't say what we're supposed to do. What are we supposed to do? Worst part of it all is that, you know, it's all, it's all, it's all due to do- Donald fucking Trump, who doesn't give a fuck about God, who doesn't give a fuck about life or pro-life, or he doesn't give a fuck either way. He doesn't give a fuck. And he did this out of spite and some kind of weird revenge, put these fuckers on there, and they just, they just lapped it up. And the Democrats are pussies, man. Why don't they stack the court beginning today, Heather? Stack but, it. But so you didn't answer my question. What are we supposed to do? When your rights, like if your rights were taken away, Frank, yeah. if if I'm the president, or I'm on the Supreme Court and I say men are not allowed to drive cars anymore. It's not mentioned in the Constitution that men are allowed to drive cars. That's it. Taking away your driver's license. Right. Right. You don't think men would go like ape shit about that? Hell yeah. I wouldn't mind because I hate driving. But no, they, they, or if they try to take away the guns. They, look, look what happens when they try to take away the guns. Right. And but they're doing this. And everybody's just supposed to, you know, protest peacefully. I mean, I'm not advocating for violence, but I just. I am. I don't. I don't. Get out there. Listen, I'm not the one. I'm not the one who said hang Mike Pence. I'm not that one. But today he said there should be a nationwide ban on abortion. Yeah, there there you go. Uh, There you go, Heather. I'll tell you one thing. And uh, the really scary thing is what Clarence Thomas says. Clarence Thomas says about, you know, next next is going to be, you know, um, uh, 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 um, same sex marriage and, um, you know, um, privacy uh, laws. Right. And your right so, to contraception. And, and here's here's what I want to say about that, Heather. OK, it's bad enough what what happened today. But. If they if they put a ban. On sodomy. 
I'm telling you right now, Heather, and I know you agree with this, I am leaving this country. If they take away my right to sodomy, not receiving necessarily, but giving, and you know what I'm talking about. If they take away my right to sodomy, I am leaving this country. That will be the line in the sand right there. Meant to talk about this uh, last time. Um, Speaking of creepy uncles and sodomites, I did a movie uh, called World Trade Center, which, surprise, it was about the World Trade Center, directed by Oliver Stone. But the weirdest part was that it was about the World Trade Center in 1987. It was just like a regular day at the World Trade Center. People were shopping, going to work. Yeah, it was sort of like a rom- romantic yeah. co- comedy, you know, like different, different, different inter, interwinding stories, you know, like one of those New Year's Eve movies. No, it wasn't about that. But the odd thing was it was shot um, at the, like, Howard Hughes um, aircraft place in California. They completely rebuilt the, the World Trade Center rubble was bizarre and crazy and um and uh, I I was I was I was given a role in that movie and um and uh I was brilliant. I was waiting for you to say that you didn't say it. So I'm just gonna say I was brilliant. Paramedic. <laughs> I remember that line you yeah, had. Yeah. Paramedic. Paramedic. Um anyway, the reason I bring this movie up, I can't remember the year it was made, some years ago. But it was with, um, you know, Michael Shannon was in it. Stephen Dorff was in it. Stephen Dorff was actually really good in it. Um, Michael Pena was in it. and, and uh, Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. But, but I mentioned those three guys because we all hung out together quite a bit. Um, you know, we were, it was one of those things where we were just always there because it was a big ensemble. And so they would just bring everybody in. We all sit around all day and, and all night. And uh, one of the other actors that was in it was a guy named Stoney Westmoreland. Is he related to General Westmoreland? I think he might be. I think his grandfather might be might be Westmoreland. I know it's not his father, but I, I believe he, he mentioned that. And this guy um, was a real, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid to say it was a real dick. He once, he once um, commented on my hair loss. Which God, I how dare he? Yeah, him. I mean, I'm not going to say, it was just bizarre. I didn't know him that well, and he made like some remark about my hair loss. He had, you know, we were out, out after work one night, and... and like, first of all, I don't hair have, um, you know, I'm not bald, am I? No, you're not, not bald. Not even close, you know? I might have what you call, you know, your, a, a normal amount of male pattern bald, bald, balding. And at that point, this was many years ago. I'm, I'm like in my late 40s now. This was, you know, a good, at least 10, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago, maybe more. Anyway, but this guy, Stoney Westmoreland, was in the movie. He had a small role, but he was always, you know, hanging around. And he's just creepy, weird guy. I got a really weird drive from him because he was just always there. And um, so um, turns out that uh, he's a, she's a pedophile. 52-year-old uh, Stony Westmoreland has been sentenced to two years in prison for attempting to persuade a minor to have sex. Um, he will have a 10-year supervised release following jail time and is required to comply with DNA collection, blah, blah, blah. Um, I guess in December of 2018, the former, and he was on, he was, at the time, he was on a show called Andy Mack, which is a Disney channel, Disney kids show. 
And he was playing, you know, the father of the, you know, 13-year-olds on that show, which was great casting there, Disney. Oh, my God. Anyway, he um, he was arrested in Salt Lake for allegedly plotting sex with a minor, according to authorities. Westmoreland, I thought that was okay in Salt Lake. Westmoreland used that. Uh, it's not as frowned upon as the other states. Westmoreland used the dating app Grindr to meet with a 13-year-old. He should have gone to the, just like the church, the church uh, <laughs> yeah. potluck. Yeah, he should have just called them. No, know, that's call, not fair. I'm talking about the... The Mormons. F, the, no, the, not the Mormons, the FLDS. The, like, Warren Jeffs. I knew, yeah. There's other Mormons that are, like, regular Mormons. I'm sure he could have gone about this in the in the legal manner in Salt Lake. Anyway, he called... He, well, he didn't call Grinder, but I guess he got on Grinder with a 13-year-old and met with a 13-year-old and he shared explicit photos, which must have been, like... If you see a picture of this guy, horrifying to see him with clothes on. Imagine seeing Stony Westmoreland with his clothes off. Scared the hell out of anybody. Anyway, he was actually speaking with an undercover officer, which I love. I love when they oh, get I fucking that. stung that it. way. Who was pretending to be a minor. That wouldn't be bad. Be a bad job. That would be a great job. I would like that job, and I would like the job of um, pouring through the raw footage from that guy's documentary about the Trumps for some he, good tidbits. Absolutely. I don't, I, I don't know why he didn't get... Uh, oh, yes. Um, um, he played Andy Mack's grandfather in 39 episodes across three seasons on, and, on um, Andy Mack. I don't know what that show is. I don't watch, watch Andy Mack. But I, I'm assuming he's no longer on that show. And, um, and I'm just happy that they, they got... Um, they got uh, Stony Westmoreland, who was always an asshole, and talked shit to me, and made a rude remark about my very standard male-patterned baldness. Rot in jail for two years. And incidentally, I have plenty of hair on my head, not on the rest of my body. So the state of Texas is like a, first of all, it's, brutally hot there right now it's like five thousand degrees right mm-hmm. because it's actually like it it's like in hell um here there's a school district in texas that has announced when kids return for school in the fall they're going to have a, a dress code they're not going to be allowed to wear dresses skirts or skorts Jeez. Because they want to help prepare students for a safe and successful future. What the hell's that got to do with the safe and successful future? First of all, plenty of professional organizations want you to wear some sort of some sort of a dress or a skirt. There are uniforms that are dresses and skirts. You cannot work on Fox News and wear like a pantsuit. But this is this is oddly uh, hypocritical because. What are they saying that they don't want women wearing? They don't want girls, young women wearing skirts because they don't want them showing their legs. And it used to be that you know women, and so they want them wearing pants. It used to be that women wearing pants was you know emasculating to men. So what what the hell are they trying to tell us? I I don't I I mean I was looking we were looking at um, your old class photos recently, and all the girls were wearing skirts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Right. Because girls and, and, and young women, and women in general, when I was young, didn't, they, you know, pants were like, thought of as, uh, you know, you're a tomboy, you wear pants. You well, were... but, but beyond that, I think that, like, dress codes 
for it, so there, I feel two ways about it. I feel like in some areas where there's a lot of poverty, a dress code can um, can be a, a helpful thing to kids. But I all, but I think also that it really it really stifles your creativity. And it's not just girls. When I went to college, all the boys, not all the boys, but a lot of the boys wore skirts. I'll tell you, oh, God. They wore you those went... long, flowery, like, hippie, hippie skirts. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't buy into that. That's because you went to a very liberal, you know. Uh, it was not very liberal. Expensive college. When I was there. It was expensive, but it was not very liberal. Well, I wouldn't call it conservative with the boys in the skirts. And they're, they're like, you know, you know. Uh, Bob Dole spoke at my graduation. I'll tell you what, when I was in, especially in junior high and, and elementary school, I would have loved to have a dress code because left to my own resources, Lord knows my my mom was not, you know, was not out buying me any uh, any uh, back to school clothes. So I, I remember in all my three years of junior high, you know what I had in terms of pants, Heather? One pair of jeans. I had one pair of Kmart special jeans. Right, which one pocket on the back was ripped off, so I had one pocket. It was like like a car with one, you know, one tail light, okay, with the the flares and the, the they were too long, so they were all gnarly on the bottom, right? And then I had another pair of pants, which were black and white checked, and they were bell bottoms with a big, wide, long, um, um, thick cuff on the bottom, and they were so worn out. They were so worn out in the knees, and they were just, just so gnarly. I'm not, I'm not trying to play a, like, like play a, you know, a, but, um, so sympathy for, game here. But, but for but, you, but, a uniform would have been helpful. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. And I had two shirts, Heather. I had one. I had a Miami Dolphins T-shirt, which is by the end of ninth grade was was you know you can imagine very ratty. And I, and I was working in washing dishes, so these in a German restaurant. So I was in, in my clothes all smelled like sauerbraten. It's not a recipe for popularity, Heather. All right, everyone. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna do? Let you, me guess. You bought me a hacksaw at the hardware store. Let me stop you right there. If this has to do with you and I making love, I want you to change direction because that's gonna hurt that i you bought me a hacksaw yeah i'm going to pour myself a little glass of wine i'm gonna go to town with that hacksaw Mm. i'm actually i'm actually just trying to take a hose off of a spigot on the outside of the house that's been on there for so long it was like rusted on and that's supposedly the way you have to do it I, you know, some I'm people would say that's that's a man's job, but I am, not in this house. I am fully erect. Ew. This is not very good podcast content. <laughs>